When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. I smoke my stogie anywhere I want. I don't have to find a hideout place like you. <laughs> I've been a throw up the sex in a uh-huh. And I can put you in I can put you in I've been a Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Pop Minnow. You can find me on Instagram, but not really at Pop Stop Culture, or on Twitter, but also not really there either because I'm on a fucking break. Uh, but at Papa Omen, oh, I should be back soon. Um, yeah, this is episode uh, 125. Gabe, how are you doing today? Uh, uh, what? What do you say? I said I butchered this intro. <laughs> Going. Um, I don't know. Like I. I'm pretty, it's, I've got bad news. Uh, pre, I'm doing like pretty well, feeling pretty average here. Uh, you know, exciting has happened in my life. Uh, there's no observations for me to have made or to complain about and stuff because I know we usually start off with some sort of rant or me pointing something out that I don't like or do like or whatever. But I'm pretty vanilla today and this week. Um, I think I got all gassed up from last week's episode. <laughs> but what yeah, was the bad news? That, I think, like, what? That so was the bad, bad news. news. Like, I just don't. Oh. Well, that that, that is the bad news. I have okay. no news. <laughs> the bad news is I have no news. Things are just. I don't know. Like it would be good news for you guys if something even terrible in my life happened, so I could talk about it. But no good, no no bad, just no news. I guess. What a boring ass life. <laughs> here, here, I thought I was living the boring life. This guy ain't, ain't done shit. <laughs> ain't even seen shit that even piques his interest in well, discussing like, this week. I, I was talking to, I was talking this with my friends though, and like people too. Like, I'll, like I'll always do something or like follow up on like a conversation I don't need to have, or interject myself into something or say something or. Like, even give the opportunity to make a clearly good or, like, bad decision. And just for the sake of the story, like, I'll keep the conversation going. Or I'll do something I know that will have, like, a negative impact on my life. Or for whatever reason in that. But, like, doing things just for the story. And, like, this is really starting to take a toll on my life. 
Um, so I'm trying to like step back and be like, let's do the right thing. See how, how things work out when you're making the correct decision constantly. It's kind of a new experience for me, but that's what I'm trying out here. So might make the podcast a bit dull, but we'll see what happens. All right. Well, you heard it here from Gabe first. He's turning over a new leaf. <laughs> Can't we go that far? I'm just taking it for a test run. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Um, and the, the worst thing too about, the worst thing about more and more people listening to this podcast is that I'm like, fuck, can I say this now and stuff? Like, I'm getting even more and more people being like hearing shit or listening to it. And I'm like, ah, now they might know if I talk shit about them or whatever. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, what's which, which, what to do. The key to that is just unplugging. And then you don't even have to worry about what other people think. Man, this two weeks, almost two weeks has been incredible because literally I don't have to pay attention to what's going on online. A lot of that shit is doom and gloom, man. You really think like the world is the shittiest place ever. You think everyone's way better than you. Your self-esteem just goes to the gutter when you're online. I feel great. Like I haven't felt this great in a long ass time. So um, yeah, no, I, I agree I'm with you. But then happy about not being online right now. But now, but you're gonna always be online though. Like, yeah, you're taking a break here, but you're gonna be back in the shits. Yeah, um, I mean, I will be eventually. But there's is gonna come a day where I think I'm truly just not gonna be online anymore, and I'm gonna enjoy that for the rest of my life. Like, yeah, I do want to get to the point where I don't even have to like look at it or. Or, like, I could manage to the point where I only check in at, like, nighttime. Like, maybe if I go the entire day without looking at my socials. And then, like, maybe at night I'll just, like, peep and, like, see what's going on. Like, like yeah, setting a time to look at social media rather than having it on all day type thing. You'll be 65 running a meme account. <laughs> no, by that time I won't have to run the account is my point. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole no. goal of, of uh, building it right still, now is that I won't have to do that later it. on. <laughs> You'll be running it. You'll be on Instagram. And even if I was Fox running at 65, like, that'd be great. It's, I'm 65 years old. What, else, what other <laughs> shit do I have to do at that point? I, Fair I would enough. Even Fair enough. That point anyway. Well, what's happened in the real world, then? What's going on out there? I haven't, I haven't checked for a while. I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what's going on in the real world. I mean, like, the weather's been great in Toronto. That's a huge plus. Um, I don't know. I just don't really see any of, like, the doom shit that's really, like, popping off. Like, I don't watch the news um i'm sure some stuff has happened recently that's probably like shocking to people i guess i don't know but i wouldn't really know about it most of most of my time's honestly just been spent like doing stuff um whether that's like writing or like i've been reading a lot more books lately um like catching up on some of the books that i've been wanting to read but just like never found the time to before and then uh like tv shows as well too i mean some tv shows i haven't really watched in a while that I've been meaning to watch and like I watched them. Like for example, Mr. Robot. I like I started Mr. Robot when it first came out and I got to season three and I watched the entire thing. But then I just like took a hiatus from it. And then season four came out in like 2019, but I never like watched it. So I was like, oh, let me go back and rewatch the entire yeah. series so I can watch season four. And man, I'm so glad I did because that show's incredible. Like yeah, great yeah. ending to it. Um, great storyline as well, too. Like, especially season four really makes you like season four really made me think about like human connection and like how it's way better to you know like actually connect with people in real life um and like i think that was a lot of their drive for this season as well too and like i don't know just it was super emotional like really eye-opening so that was pretty cool um yeah yeah, great show so i've been doing that um but i think reading's probably been one of the biggest and obviously like the gym and stuff too is pretty pretty still at your fucking whatever that fitness 
Planet Fitness. Yeah, I'm still at Planet Fitness. I'm, I don't. <laughs> I, there's no reason for me to leave until like I move somewhere else where Planet Fitness yeah. isn't around me. Like it's a, a 10 minute walk from my house, if that. I think it's even shorter, like eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of it, it's like fifteen dollars a month. Like you can't get a better, you can't get a better deal <laughs> than that. And they have most machines. Like unless yeah, you're yeah. one of those like huge, huge like lug heads who needs like uh yeah. four hundred pounds or whatever for like your deadlifts or whatever, then mm-hmm. you probably won't. But other than that, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a solid. Yeah, man. Place. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. It's been um nothing good about slow, slow week. Yeah, this guy came on here last week saying, oh, well, not on here, but post-episode was like, oh, bro, don't worry, I'll take care of all the all the <laughs> topics for next week because I know you're on your break. I'm like, all right, cool. So I just scounged the internet because this guy clearly did not come through. I and, like, scounged it. Find some shit. There's just nothing going on. Dude, there's a, there was quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I what I found, what I found wasn't like the biggest, but I mean, there was some news. Like we're, we're gonna talk about it. Like Kendrick dro- is gonna be dropping his album. That was pretty big news. Future's apparently dropping an album. I didn't even yeah, know about Future, that until like I listened to a podcast. Um, what's the name? Push is dropping this week as well too. Uh, I don't know. There's like Coachella, which I don't really care for, but I mean that kind of happened. As God. Well. Uh, okay, that's none of that's important news. Yeah, I mean uh, most of that's pretty low key, except for like the Kendrick. The Kendrick thing's gonna be big. We're gonna talk about that because that's huge. Um, okay, future would be enough. big too, but I don't really know about it until literally just today. So yeah, I don't really know what to the, say about it or expect the end of the month. Um, and then uh, what else? Oh, we were definitely talking about the Raptors too. Yeah, yeah, the playoffs and shit. So I mean, that would be pretty much the show. I I did want to start with Netflix's Ultimatum because I do got a couple things to say about it because that's another show that I was watching while oh. on this break. Um, Can we also but, discuss 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 quickly Netflix as a as a thing now like how people are cutting and they're raising their prices didn't we what? didn't we talk about that like a, a couple weeks ago i swear i did we mentioned i feel that. like we I did know. but did anyway okay we'll talk about the ultimatum i mean we could start with that take if you want to but um also for we'll... this episode uh just letting you guys know this is probably gonna be raw and uncut so <laughs> there's not gonna be much editing going on for this one just because the raptors are playing in a couple hours and i don't want to be stuck on this for the next like three hours trying to edit it but um yeah hopefully it comes out pretty well i will try and make this a good one take episode uh before we start though just a reminder if you guys could do us a huge favor continue to like rate review subscribe and share the podcast really helps us grow and get pushed in the algorithm you can find us on all major streaming platforms that's itunes spotify soundcloud google play stitcher amazon music and now reasons fm uh, give us a rating on iTunes. Spotify also has a ratings list is now too. Uh, we're at 41 for iTunes, which is actually pretty good. But if more of you guys could just hit that five star, leave a review, really helps us out. So I do appreciate that. But yeah, we can start off with your discussion about Netflix raising prices. Apparently, apparently, I actually read they're looking to get um, into doing like a free model and then putting ads on that because for the first time in the past ten years. They've seen a decline in yeah. subscription numbers. So they are looking to add a new form of Netflix, which I guess would probably be a free version, and then you just get ads through it, um, which yeah, I mean, and- some people might choose. I personally would never choose that, but I don't pay for my Netflix, so hopefully yeah, the person who runs my account just never drops whoever, this shit. Whoever pays for it, what if they walk, decide to walk away? 
Well, then I'm probably not going to subscribe to Netflix. <laughs> um, yeah, or well, or I, just do like a monthly thing. Like I just choose what months I want to watch something. And then... I don't know. Just like the clearly they have this. They raise the price and that too. And they always like they drop shows co- like pretty quickly. Like the ones that have like good production value because it's just cheaper to like have ones like what's that cake one? Like is it a cake or not? On Netflix, I didn't like, even know that was a show. That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. That's all it is. Is like them deciding if it's real or is it a cake and i'm just like holy fuck but that costs like two dollars to make when something else like a big intricate show costs obviously a lot in that so i just like i feel like they're losing worthwhile things to watch it and that yeah and i mean they've been on the decline course. for a, a bit but at the same time too i say that but then they come out with banger shows that always piqued people's interest as well too like the tinder swindler was a really good documentary for them to get uh, mm-hmm. early on this year that I think at the beginning of the year, a lot of people were definitely sh- a little rocky on uh, Netflix. Cause they didn't really have, I mean, they had Ozark, which is, which is a huge show too, but there was a bit of a lackluster showing. And then on top of it, they had all that press about them increasing the prices to like $20 now. Um, whilst at the same time too, looking into eliminating people sharing passwords and trying to find a way to charge people for that. So they did have a lot of bad press yeah. going for them, but I feel like they always ha- like there's such this there's there's so much the standard right now that they still they still do have most of the market share and they still are able to produce these really good shows that keep you compelled to come back to Netflix. So until they can't make good enough content, um, I think they'll still always be number one, or they raise their prices too high. Like I think if they get to a point where prices are like. 25 to 30 dollars i think a lot of people probably really consider dropping their subscriptions right now at 20 i'm pushing it to 20 i'm sure some people will probably drop it but i still think that's relatively affordable in comparison to yeah. some other uh not other mediums because like uh, the other streaming services are cheaper but just in terms of like live they'll TV, still like if, if a certain amount like a huge amount for them have uh, like amount of people have to drop it before um it becomes like not profitable, you know what I mean? Like even if, say, if they add the new price or whatever, and only a hundred thousand people walk away from it, then they still like it's still totally worth it for them. You know what I mean? Like millions of people have to to uh, unsubscribe if they want, like if they're not going to profit and stuff, you know? Yeah, and that's part of the reason why they're raising their prices, though, is because what it costs them because they were in debt for a while, and I think only in twenty twenty was when they got out of it, so. It does cost them quite yes. a bit. Part, part of it is like they're pretty bad with management too, though, because they'll put out a show and that show will be a smash and a lot of people will like it, but then they'll be like, oh, it didn't do as well as we expected in the first season, so we'll just cut it and not bring out the second season. It's like, why like, why would you do that when that show is good? Like, I get that probably as seasons go on, you probably get less viewership, but yeah. I don't think you should necessarily judge every show off of its first season because some shows... Some shows a lot of people just don't know about, and then like it's word of mouth that'll make them more popular. So after that For first sure. season, if you get enough people talking about it, more people will be interested in watching it. Like right now, Mindhunters on um, a huge hiatus, and like I never knew what that show was. I don't. Until... It's not coming back now. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. Like they said, they were look aiming for a season three, but it's been so long. I really don't think they're coming back. Yeah. Um, but that show was great, and I think maybe if it had more buzz in terms of people talking about it, it would definitely get more recognition and. Like, I mean, this is always three, this has always but... been a problem. Like, even when we had cable, that was a problem too. Like, people wouldn't wait, or like the executives and stuff wouldn't wait long enough for 
like for instance, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like was they canceled it, like they wanted to cancel the first season so badly, and was so like they barely put any money into it. But the people at F them to keep it and now it's one of the biggest comedies ever you know what i mean um i think seinfeld was kind of like that too as well um but yeah like it's different when you're answering to like owners and shareholders and that versus what you like you know that it's hard to convince them to be like yo just hold on for three seasons this will become a hit and shit like i I agree with what you're saying but i'm just pointing out this is where it happens at and we we've watched them deal with that um like cbs and nbc and so like it was the same issue when we had cable television too as well um but like also you know what this this is the new thing that we have to to look out for the new like millennial gen z thing is i was talking about this actually at easter dinner because you have netflix like everyone is making the like apps or whatever like the content stuff so good and they plan to lose money like airbnb uber Netflix, like they made their products so cheap and so good. And so everyone else started, like the cab driver started going away. People started like not going to hotels and like hotels were shutting. Like, and same with Netflix, everyone's cutting cable. And now once they have no option, they jack up those prices. And uh, you know what I mean? Like we have to start like, yeah, getting yeah, ready yeah. for it. Cause this is the new trend is push everyone out, take your losses, take the L for four or five years and stuff. Like Airbnb now is fucking more expensive than a hotel. Uber yeah. is more expensive than a cab now. Um, Netflix, you know what I mean? They're charging 20 with the worst content they've ever had. So this is the plan. They purge everyone else out, wait four or five years, and they wait till those motherfuckers have nothing else, and then they go to their content and shit. And this is now something I think we're going to have to consider more and more each time like this new big thing comes out and stuff. You know what I mean? That's yeah, how they I mean, get you. That's definitely the tech model these days is bring it super affordable and make it very convenient to where you kind of rely on it. And then, like you said, once you're hooked and you have no other options, jack the prices up so we can gouge that money from you. But yeah. I mean, at the same time, too, I think competition does help um, in terms of kind of bringing that down as well, too. Like for me personally, like I have both Lyft and Uber just because like I know sometimes Uber is on a surge. I'm like, man, I'm not paying $25 to take a 10-minute cab ride home when yeah. I could go on Lyft and get it for like 10 bucks, like half the price. So, I mean, competition does help drive the prices down. Um, and similarly to what you said, like, I know Airbnb, Airbnb prices what... have gone up, but now hotels are a lot more affordable. I mean, not a lot more affordable, but they're definitely more competitive in their pricing now. They are more. And, like, they're more desperate. And people are choosing tell. to use them, choosing to use hotels more so than uh, Airbnb these days. Because, yeah, Airbnb used to be, like, $40. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could, like, chill in, this, in a house for, like, 40 bucks, And now, obviously, you have to pay, like, hundreds of dollars to be in an Airbnb. Yeah. It's so like, man, I might as well go to a it's nice so hotel than you someone's like a... shitty-ass house. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. But that's the thing, though, is now, like, yeah, we're looking for competition because whatever, but we don't realize, like, so many of the hotels shut down. Like, cab drivers sold their license and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we have to look for yeah, other but options. Yeah, they came but back, they too, they already though. pushed so many people out of business. What? They came back, too, like, the cab drivers. And also, I-, I will say this, the cab drivers made a lot of that easier for us to do that, like they put a lot of that on themselves. The like, cab drivers have been shitty customer service people for a, for a while. Like that was part yeah, of the reason no, why I, I, I chose Uber was because I'm like, man, these cab drivers are dickheads. Like sometimes they wouldn't even stop for me just because you know they think, oh yeah, they, it's a black guy's gonna cause some trouble or whatever. Or like you'll be like, oh, do you have debit? And they'll be pissed that you have to use debit to get home or whatever. So like some of that was causing them. So I, I was low key like originally happy. Obviously, yeah, now, originally I was happy I know, too, yeah, but. Yeah. 
now I'm saying I'm just like, there's not as like that's, but that's the plan. They see this thing that they can like take advantage of, and then fucking fully, you know, go for like. Then everyone else has to get out of the indus- industry and stuff. But yeah, like so now that's why I go. I only look at like um, hotels and shit because they're so cheap. The last time I was in one, I haggled with the guy like for a room. He's like, "Well, it's this." I was like, "I saw this online, like across the city. I'll just go here." And they're like, "Okay, no, we'll give it to you for sixty bucks." <laughs> what the fuck is happening? What? Like, I just yeah, haggled good- for. A- yeah, good, uh, apparently everyone's doing that move. now too because they're just so desperate to get rid of their rooms. So, okay, I'll let well, you pay no, me to noted say for that. when I go to uh, Houston this summer. So. Yeah, like just take like, <laughs> and they sometimes they won't show the discounts they have. Like when you get there, they'll pretend like they didn't have it online, so just have that ready to go. Like it says online here, motherfucker, sixty bucks. So, so wait, do you? But there. you, but you can't do this if you book in advance, though. Or can sorry. You? Can you do this if you book in advance? Yeah, well, because like you, 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 if you're booking under, if you're if you're booking under a discount and stuff, then you just book it and then show it to that. Like they'll book it and they'll probably charge you the regular one. And then if you don't say anything, then they'll like just let it go. But if you show them the discount or like make sure you put it in there, then yeah, they'll they'll do it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I will probably. Anyways, back to the to the show now. But yeah, let's uh, move on to Ultimatum because this show is super messy. This, this, I, I really thought about coming on to Instagram just to tell you to start watching it, but then I was to like, watch I this, I don't really want to want to hop on there. But anyways, yeah, you, you now that you're here though, you should give it a watch. It's like we can talk about it more next week because it's the messiest shit I've ever seen in my life, and it's it's so funny. Like Nick Lachey and Vanessa, really? Lachey, I don't know how they get these hits, but. They've managed to be able to get like two of the biggest shows on Netflix in the past two years. Um, and- they'll take <laughs> no one's disrespected the sanctity of marriage like those two. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of wondered too because they they lo- they low key talked about like them having issues in their relationship on this show. It, it was like a quick mm-hmm. like five or like two minutes spiel before like the show started. So I was kind of wondering in my head like, oh, I wonder what issues they've had in there in their relationships to be able to like, I don't know if they're coming up with these, but I don't know, whatever it is, they're involved with this shit and they somehow are able to get hit. So um, I, I do probably assume that they've had oh. some issues with, with their relationship. Gabe's back. So we'll take it up from here. <laughs> um, so yeah, Netflix ultimatum. Great show. If you haven't seen it, definitely give it a watch i was hooked the moment i started watching it it's only 10 episodes long um each one's like about an hour but there are a couple like 30 minute episodes in there so it's not too time consuming either uh but it will definitely grab you just because like i said nick lachey and vanessa lachey they've somehow managed to strike gold once again with these shows so basically i'm gonna keep this spoiler free i'm not gonna give too much about what the show reveals are you done already the whole thing uh no, so I'm on the last two episodes. So I'm on, I'm on the last episode of the show, and then there's the reunion that I have to watch after that. And normally I skip reunions for shows because like I'm, I'm I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I am pretty into like I am pretty big on certain reality shows. Like I watch 90 Day Fiance, which I'm pretty into. Uh, the Challenge I used to watch quite a bit. I kind of fell off on that. Big Brother used to be one of my shows as well too, but I also fell off on that as well. Um, but yeah, I, I do enjoy a good like. A cheesy but good reality show here and there. Like for me, there's got to be some kind of competition in the reality show for me to be interested in it. Uh, but yeah, so I'm on the ninth episode, and that reunion I know is going to be absolutely bonkers just because of how this show is built and how messy it is. Like I know that a lot of shit probably went down behind the scenes that we definitely didn't see, 
And I know post the show, there's probably been a lot of breakups that have happened. Uh, so the premise of the show is basically six couples come together on this reality show and one of their partners issues an ultimatum. They're the one who wants to get married. Their other partner, for whatever reason, whether that's they're not emotionally ready or not financially ready or whatever it is, they're not ready to get married to that person. And uh, they just want to like keep the relationship how it is. So all six couples come onto the show. And for one week, they separate and start dating the other people on the show um, to see if they have any kind of you know companionship with them or if the person is truly with them for the sake of like, this is their person. Like they know for a fact that they want to be with this person forever. So they date for a week. They make their choice on who they want to be with after that week. And then whoever they choose, they become uh, not a relationship, but they go into a trial marriage for three weeks in which they live together, um, experience what it's like to be as a married couple. uh, And yeah, just, they just live and like figure it out. And then after those three weeks, the original couples get back together to see um, what it's like to be in their relate, like what it would it be like to be married to them for three weeks, yeah, and see if they've learned anything from the past. So clearly, from this description, it's it's obviously a huge mess because you know you could easily find someone else who you enjoy a lot more than who you were currently with and end up wanting to be with that person. And that's something that you kind of see happening throughout the show in this. Uh, there's like, so this, this one girl in particular, I, I don't want to ruin too much, but there's one girl in particular who, when she comes on, I could tell from the jump that she was not really into her partner that much. And it was her partner that issued, uh, that issued the ultimatum. So he Holy, why would you, I, okay. I don't get it. That's insane though. Why would you be like, Ooh, she's not so sure about me. Go fuck another nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's a, that's the other thing too. It's like a lot of the people they're like, I don't know what the reason was for coming on the show. If you're issuing an ultimatum to your partner and you want to come on the show, it makes no sense to me because they could easily fall in love and like find someone else who might be more compatible, and then your relationship's completely over. Like, I understand that some of the girls were saying that the reason why they did it is because they wanted to strengthen their relationship, uh, learn like maybe their partner would learn more so about themselves. Or they'd see that the girls who are out there are not as good as they are. Like, there's that confidence. I'm going to like, watch this show. I'm going to yeah. get off this. <laughs> <laughs> there's that confidence where they're like, oh, I'm so, like, we're so compatible together. There's no way he's going to want to leave me. He's going to realize that I'm the one for him. And that's, like, kind of their mindset in that manner. Um, but for one of the guys who issued it, like, his name's Colby. Yeah. His girlfriend, I could tell from the moment she got on the show, she was ready to move on. Like, she didn't. She was. She didn't seem like she was ready for marriage, whatsoever. And um, one of the things about the show as well, too, is that a lot of the couples on here are really young. Like, they're in their early 20s, like 22, 23, 24, uh, around that age. So it's like, for them to even want to get married seems kind of like yeah, a insane. leap. And the relationships haven't been that long either. Most of them have been dating for two years tops. Like, that's, those, that's not that long to be in a relationship with someone else. So a lot was like... You could tell on the planning side from the producers that a lot could go wrong in this situation because of that. You have two young, you have a bunch of young couples who are still kind of, you know, they want to have like their experiences and stuff. Um, and at the same time, too, they're not 100% sure on like what they want to do in their lives and all that. So those are huge influences for someone not wanting to get married immediately either. Uh, but yeah, that Madeline chick and that Col- and Colby, her boyfriend, like they've been in a relationship since she was in 
I think it was either early university or like late high school. So they've been together for like six, seven years. And I could tell the moment when she got like some kind of freedom that she was going to want to go and explore that freedom because she's only been with this one person for the longest time. So she's clearly gotten somewhat tired of him. Uh, but he was so ready and ready to get married to her that he was like, whatever. So a lot of the issues stem from that. Like there's a lot of people being hypocrites on the show where they'll say one thing, but then they were doing something else with their new partners and stuff like that. Um, like they'd be upset that their old partner was doing something, but then at the same time too, they were doing the exact same yeah. thing that their old partner was doing. It's like, 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 what are you talking about? Like, I don't know. It sounds like dating at 23 for me. <laughs> it's a mess, man. It like, yeah, it, it, it's exactly that. Like, just picture your dating life, but when you're 23, and, like what you would want to do at that age. Yeah. And then like all those hormones raging on top of the fact that you have a bunch of options laid out in front of you and like new connections to be made and stuff like that. It's funny because like two people on the show ended up uh well i mean this is kind of spoilerish so i guess if you don't want to want to yeah i don't because i'm gonna jump on here all right okay okay fine i, I won't say this part hit all but... 10 episodes <laughs> there's a there's a girl on here who like she gets kind of she thinks she gets dissed because the guy told her that she wasn't like he wasn't into her that much and i'm like i was like she she just changed her whole opinion on him she's like oh he's an asshole he's a dickhead I'm like, no, he's not really a dickhead. He's just telling you the truth. He just says he wasn't attracted to you. I don't know why you took that as such an insult. Um, some people she, ego. Yeah, she thought her shit was like unthinkable. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It was. Uh, I mean, I mean, if I understand it, but yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. What do you mean you don't like me? Well, I, I, I have this. I have this pat. Like my one of my girlfriends. She's like. If I don't get like married, I want to have like kids and stuff. And she's like, um, if I don't find a partner, uh, can I have like I want to use you to have children, like because she's a professional or whatever. And Wait, so want... just your sperm, or you have to do that? So, so, <laughs> and then like we always have like joke about it and stuff. And then yesterday, she's like, I'm getting closer because I think she just like ended like some relationship or something. And like I'll just take your babies and like whatever and stuff. She's like, of course, like we're not gonna have sex and stuff. I was like, Wait. What like? She's like, I don't want to <laughs> like that was like, a whole part of my deal. yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Like I was like, she's like, I'm like, she's like, um, I will just do the artificial insemination. And I, I, I'm, I'm like, it, that's like twenty thousand dollars and stuff. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, but we just like, I don't know. It'd be weird. We're friends. I have sex. I was like, you'd rather pay twenty thousand dollars and have sex with me? Like <laughs> the audacity of this. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> Man, that's like, true though. Twenty grand or just like one? Well, not maybe not one night, but maybe a couple tries at it. But then, I, I mean, it is pretty awkward if it's just like someone you strictly see as a friend. I know, right? But that's what we were saying too. But I, I, <laughs> that we were talking in the middle of like afternoon, and then at night, I was like, "Really? You wouldn't have sex with me <laughs> 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 like six hours later?" Are I mean, we hooked up before though, so that's what it was even. It's like, oh, it was that bad, huh? How old is this woman, by the way? Like, what's her age? Yeah, like what's her age? She's oh, I mean, she's got time. Why does? Wait, what, girl what's her weird, limit man. though? What's her limit though? Does she have like a for, limit for what? For when she's going to choose you to be the father of a kid? Oh, like, thirty-five. She... Oh, okay. So yeah, she's got time. Yeah, yeah, but knowing her, no one will love her. So <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what's well, her? What's her vital flaw? You want sex with me? No one would even love you. <laughs> What is her but, vital flaw? <laughs> <laughs> so I know where that girl's coming from. Um, anyways, back to the show. All right. 
Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say without spoiling Because there's so much I, I want to say, but it, it, it pertains to the fact that you have to see the show in order for me to, yeah. to say it. But I will say this, that you, I mean, there is a part of it that is somewhat uh, positive in that you do see certain qualities about yourself that you learn from someone else. And mm-hmm. you realize that you could probably apply that to your current relationship and make your current relationship better. I think that's part of the thing that they try and show on the show. Um, so it's not like completely a disaster where it's all the toxicity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at the same time too, I could see just just with their age. Like I, I think this would work better if it's people who are older because I think yeah, you've yeah. kind of more figured out yourself and like your life at that point. Uh, so you you know kind of what you'd want out of a partner and what someone else would be expecting. I think I think um, that's why they went for this age though. Oh yeah, for sure. They, you know, they knew like that it'd be more. They're uh, having more temptation. open revelations and stuff. Like you're more likely to have. A, revelation when you're 22 than when you're 32 yeah i mean that that helps too but i think it, they also knew that there's a ton more temptation as well too when you're younger <laughs> than when you're older so um it'd be interesting to see an older version of that. i would definitely want to see that and someone who's and people who've been in like longer term relationships because i feel they'd probably be a little bit more comfortable with someone else but i don't know um, yeah, 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 I'd like to see like a three to four to five year relationship like come on and do this rather than like a one to two year type thing because that's easier to break up like it's like oh yeah like, you know, yeah to stomp that relationship out yeah. okay well i'm gonna power watch it this week and we will go to part two of discussion next week yeah because there's a there's a lot there's a lot i could say uh but yeah i also found out that kendrick lamar is dropping an album may 15th Ooh. or no sorry, sorry sorry may 13th which also happens to be friday the 13th Ooh. and this is five years of waiting hold on let me pull up the article real quick please not sure, I'm saying facts. Yeah, um, but yeah, five years in the wait. So Kendrick Lamar has announced the title and release date of his new album, which will be called Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Uh, he actually did this off of a tweet. So someone had said Kendrick Lamar is officially retired, and then he quote tweeted that and put his website Oklahoma dot com, and then on there he had a written note from his company PG Lang stating. Los Angeles, California, April 18, 2022. The following statement was released today by Oklahoma through his company, PG Lang, at 11 Pacific time in Los Angeles, California. Album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Release date, May 13, 2022. All factual information for this release will come directly from this source only. So it's been five years since Kendrick has dropped now since Kendrick has dropped an album. The last album was Damn in 2017, oh, which I still time. play to this day. I think it's a one of his most underrated albums. Like it's, I like that more than the Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, so do I. And and that's like like I think to Pimp a Butterfly it's its own masterpiece. But it's 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 a really hard album to kind of listen to more than yeah. time because there's a lot of like heavy themes on there. So it's it's a I hard know. like replay album, but there are definitely really good songs off of that. I also I it's, refuse I refuse to believe when white people say they love that album. But why do you refuse to believe that? Because I just like like I was like when that first <laughs> you know came how they out, are like, like what I said you know how they are <laughs> yeah like just I mean that wouldn't like it would be it wouldn't I don't know some fucking yoga white lady like with a deep album wouldn't be like oh it's like this really hits different and stuff like there's nothing fucking relatable in here like it, the pivot butterflies like even for me like i'm a young mixed man in canada like what <laughs> you know but i think that's like, i think that's part of why they might enjoy it so much because they're not really like the themes don't necessarily pertain exactly to them or like what they've had man i know the, i know the depth of these white women in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like looking from the outside in 
<laughs> okay, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's obviously people who, like, girl, women or big mu- musician, like, heads and stuff like that. But, like, remember, he had, like, he was popular, like, pop sensation popular, like, right around when that album came out, too. So there'd be, like, little, like, ditzy white girls, like, oh, new Kendrick's out and stuff. It's like, there's no way this girl's <laughs> fucking listening to, like, 18 cuts of, like, oh, yeah, I was just a young black nigga. You know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> I mean, okay, Kane Kunta was a huge hit, though. That crossed every genre though you didn't yeah but then be... that's when probably they're like ooh dancing and then next thing they're listening to the other cut and they're like oh i, I don't know what to say about this yeah but, i thought yeah. you were actually talking more about the males because like you like you know how i don't know i don't know if you experienced this but in the suburbs when i was growing up in high school it like it was a lot of like white guys who were telling me oh like you don't listen to like bismarck or like these guys and it's like no like i didn't really like like I would be listening to like Lil Wayne, like the guys who were, like I was coming up with, like Lil Wayne, Kanye, and they'd yeah. always be like, "Man, I listen to, like '90s rap, like that's real rap type shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. that well, type of thing. So like, everyone I thought knows that's those weird. guys. I'm just trying to like, because I was surprised when after Kendrick's first album, I was surprised how much he was like popular with, with like the white like girl. You know what I mean? The suburb white girl though. Like, there's always those white dudes who like love fucking backpack rap and like whatever, right? But then for him to go to that next album and have like. You know what I mean? That structure. That's why I was like, oh, just trying to picture, picture that. So I, get what <laughs> I think, you're I think but... it's more so those singles and, and those were hits. But yeah, five five years. I really like Damn. I still listen to it this day. There's a little, couple songs in there that I go back to from uh, time to time. Um, but yeah, it like I mean Kendrick's Kendrick's my favorite artist. Him and Drake are my one and two, like or one and one A, one B, essentially. Um, I'm just like I, I still expect his music to be top tier because he's such a great artist. But I feel like a lot can change from five years depending on when he started this. And like I know the last one of the last few updates that we heard from him was that this was supposed to be like rock influence or like a little bit of rock in this. So I'm curious to see if those elements are still in here or if he just happened to scrap that idea completely. Because if they are still there, I'm a little bit more hesitant on that front. Yeah. But if he scrapped it, then it's like, okay, then I'm, I'm way more excited about that yeah. um, than anything. Because I, I remember when, like, Wayne kind of, like, delved into the whole rock scene, and I was just like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a couple songs that were all right. Yeah, I don't think there's any like, songs I wasn't, that was... Yeah, but I was like, I wasn't, ex- I, like, this isn't an album I'm ever going to go back to. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping that, like, Kendrick was not doing that. Yeah, yeah, his album. I mean, yeah, I just, I, yeah, I can't, I can't, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Honestly, though, for me, it's, it's almost unacceptable to go five years without it. Like, I'm not, I'm not that hyped. Like, five years is too long. You've disrespected me at this point. I'm <laughs> like, not me, like, you, you expect me to be five years, five years. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. Like, now, now that you even said it, like, you put it into context, I, I didn't even realize it's been five years. But that's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that hyped for it. Um, I think it's pretty rude to just drop damn in 17 and then not drop an album since then. Um, but I mean, I'll check it out and stuff, but I was going to say, you can't then. not listen to it. It's Kendrick. Like, that's I thing. know I he's at that. He's at that superstar level. Like him. There's like, a, there's a few artists who you could wait that long. Like, obviously it sucks. You don't want to wait that long, but if you are waiting that long, you know, you're going to probably get something good. Like, Jay Jay didn't drop for four years, and everyone loves four four four. So yeah, but he had been dropping heat from the nineties, though. Like that's see, yeah, but Kendrick, on, Kendrick's what? never missed an album, though. All of Kendrick's albums are really good. He's never had a bad album. Yeah, but five years is unacceptable. I don't know. I, I would like. I I agree. Like I'd rather have it earlier, 
but it's a little bit refreshing at the same time too compared to like what artists are doing now where you get an album almost every year and album better be not, absolute heat though they're not gonna land out i mean yeah that puts more pressure on kendrick for sure but he's like i said he's never delivered a bad album so it's kind of like he's literally four for four right now so i mean yeah I don't know if he dropped another to the butterfly. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't think he's gonna do that. I think he's gonna completely gonna go completely. Like all of his albums are different than each other. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's gonna have anything similar to that on there. My eyes on him. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm excited for it though. Like I can't. I'm wait. not excited. Like, once again, he's my one A, one B. So I'm super excited. Um, I'd rather have a new flow right album. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> The, the title, though, strikes me a little bit as well, too. Uh, I, I'm kind of curious to see if this is, like, not a collaborative one, but I feel like there's some influence. Either it's, like, who are the big steppers? Like, is he saying that he's Mr. Morale and, like, he's kind of been, like, he's kind of stuck to the rules or, like, been or had, like, morality, and then everyone else in the industry has kind of been, like, the big steppers breaking boundaries and stuff like that, and he's, like, yeah. He's kind of going after him. Like, there's a duality here that I'm trying to like figure out. Like, is it him doing two different personas? Is it him calling out like the industry? Is it him doing a collaborative effort? So, like, I'm really excited to see how that goes. And like, this is his last album on TDE as well, too. So that'll be an interesting mix to see what like maybe what features we get or um, like what his mindset is going forward with this album as well too so i don't know those two things uh like struck the, me when i when i read the name title um jack harlow and drake had a song leak um this week and i heard about the that. drake yeah it, well it, it it leaked it's a leak i don't think many but i heard it um and he it, it sounds like he's throwing a little some jabs again at kendrick and stuff too i can't remember the bars exactly but i, was was it? I heard those bars were for uh pusha yeah, but uh, some jabs there, was a cu- there was a couple in there. And, like, Kendrick and Drake have thrown a little shots at each other before, too. Um, so, but, yeah, it was pretty fire. Uh, but, yeah, I think maybe Kendrick will come out with some... some. I-, I want the album to be, like... His first album is still my favorite album, so... Yeah, that's a perfect album. You can't... Yeah. That's, the album's a complete movie. Like, you can't do yeah. any better than that. Like, it got better each time I listened to it. So yeah. that is that. And we, you um, got anything? Any other music on the the docket there? Um, I mean, I know futures dropping. Push drops this week as well too. Like push drops this week. Future drops in like two weeks, I think, or something like that. Um, quick, quick, quick question: How are you on the drill music these days? Like it's blowing up. It's getting big. I mean, it's it's been big though, <laughs> but like no, like the it's the different like it's a different sound now again. But and it's becoming like Kanye put it again on his album, like get Fibio and that like it's becoming more mainstream again, like the Fabio, but yeah, yeah, fuck, it's same same. Um, this guy says it like a white girl, <laughs> Fibio. <laughs> you heard of Fibio? <laughs> Fabio? DJ. Okay, on the next one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, drill's big. I mean. Fabi dropped and his album first week didn't do like great numbers, but it was decent. Um, yeah, was, I, didn't, I, I, really I didn't listen to the album, album though, so I can't really judge it or critique it. So I don't really. Know. I, put, I, I bought a big phase of that now. Uh, but yeah, also real quick before I move on to the Raptors, like it's such a tragedy that Drake and and Kendrick kind of had like their beef because we could have got so much like good music from the two of them together. Like fucking problems was a huge hit. Um, and then on Kendrick's album, or sorry, on Drake's, no, Kendrick's album. Um, fuck, what's that song called? 
Poetic Justice. Like, that was yeah. a good song, too. Like, we would have got so much good music from the both of them if they didn't have their petty beef. And the beef wasn't even like. What was the beef? Yeah, it, was, it so stupid. What was it over? It was just like shots at each other. So, like, I think it was basically. So, Kendrick had said, I think Kendrick said something about uh, Drake and his music or something like that. And then. Um, Drake, Drake was saying like he never says that stuff in person or something like that. Like he wouldn't say oh, yeah, it in yeah. person or to his face or something. And then from that moment on, they just like beef with each other because they wouldn't hash it out in person or something like that. Like they, I, I think it just came down to each of them thinking the other one was fake or something like that. In how they, yeah. Moved. I mean, I could and see them not working. It was just so petty. And it's like, bro, we could have got so much good music from both of them. I, I doubt we would have even got it though. It's not like we've got so much. Um, like I feel like. They both have too much of an ego, even if they weren't beefing at this point. Like back when Kendrick made music with Drake, he like he needed that exposure, and vice versa. Drake got some. Uh, oh wait, wait, and it was a, it was a control verse too. I think it was a control verse. Yeah, I mean, but he went out, off on everyone. He's done music with lots of people that he went off on that too, though. Control. Yeah, that but was, that was like, the problem. So like Drake, so Drake was upset that he did it. Like it, that's that, that's the thing. That's the thing that pisses me off the most. Like Drake was the most upset about it, and then he says he wouldn't say that in person. And it's like, bro, he said that about like everyone. So it's like, yeah. why would you take it that personally when he literally said about everyone? And it's in, like, it's in the competition of rap. It wasn't even in like, oh, it's like, no, you look in, like, so goofy getting thing. mad about that. You can see what I said. You get you're such a goofy if you would get if anyone got yeah, mad. Yeah, exactly. That. It's literally like the competition of rap type thing. He wasn't like dissing you. Yeah. Like, and he like, clearly states that so. before he even starts and stuff too. And then yeah, after, he's like, like <laughs> I love you guys. You guys make great music, but I'm coming after all yeah. these spots. Like, I don't know. That's what really that's what set him off. And then I'd yeah, be more upset from that point out of that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you know, oh, you don't like, respect me enough. Yeah, like, yeah, like, you're not going to destroy my life, buddy. So, but yeah, right. yeah, but I mean, um, that's Drake doing Drake things. Very much is Raptors. Speaking of Drake, the ambassador, Raptors are down 0-2. They played tonight. Well, when you're hearing this, they would have played. Hopefully, they would have won. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're down 0-2. Um, I think a lot of people thought this series would be more competitive to start, which is something that we predicted last week on this yeah. podcast as well, too. I still think it's going at least six games. I, I Here's the thing about um, – well, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, I don't think the Raptors have played – completely poorly like they've had a great offense and their offense has been better than what i expected it to be there's often yeah. been some there's been some lapses where, which has kind of hurt them but the bigger issue is the fact that they can't defend like their defense is pretty much non-existent in this series and that's been the biggest thing which is surprising um yeah exactly and that's the thing that i thought would have held them down like i thought their offense was going to struggle and i thought it would be their defense that kind of kept them in it but it's been the opposite way so that's been a huge struggle. Another thing as well, too, um, that a lot of people always forget to factor in, and I, I kind of like fell into this trap this year as well, too, is that the Raptors don't have superstars on their team. So there's not a guy who you can look to on this team that you can be like, oh, yo, like th- this guy's going to go out and get me a bucket for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, they have All-Stars and Pascal and, and um, Freddie, but these guys aren't yeah, at that Pascal's level. Pascal's like of, the like, peak pinnacle of number two guy. Yeah, like he's – and as much as he played kind of like a number one this year – He's definitely better off with someone who could, you know, be that go-to guy, and he's like his sidekick. Like that would be a perfect character for him. Um, so yeah, they don't have that, and that's what you need in the uh, in in the playoffs as well too. That's a huge thing. Um, and and then the last thing, the refs have definitely been a factor. Like 
normally I don't really like making too many excuses for the rest, but when they've been blatantly this bad, and obviously some of it's the Raptors too, like some of their fouling has been wrong, um, and they made some mistakes. But I do think the discrepancy in like the free throws and getting to the line stuff has been absolutely atrocious. And, I, and hopefully, I'm hoping that that's like a home court thing. So hopefully, mm. when they get to Toronto, I hope that that switches back to their way and helps them out. <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see tonight. But I think those are the three biggest things. So if they can fix their defense and play like how they have been in the season, I think that'll obviously give them the best chance to win. Obviously, tonight's a do or die. Like you have to win tonight, otherwise the series is over. Um, the one thing I hate about the playoff time, though, is like everyone starts giving me their shitty takes about the Raptors, and it's like literally after Game One, like one of my friends messaged me, being like, "Oh, like Shaq was right. They're the Raptors are going to get swept in the series." I'm like, "It's a seven game series. Like no one, you don't win until it's four zero. Like sure, if they're down three zero, send me that text message. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, but after okay, the first one, but after the first game, don't be sending me shit like that. Like that's just like like." It's just fake shit. Like, don't like. There's been so many times where teams have gone down 0-2 and come back from the series. The Raptors were in that position literally when they won the championship. They were down 0-2 the Bucks. That game three, if they they could have, if they could have yeah, lost, they're so close easily. to losing. Huh? They're close to losing game three. Too. Yeah, they came close to losing game three. They came back one four four two. So I'm not gonna say that they're gonna do that here. But I'm just saying, don't tell me the series is gonna be a sweep just because they lost game one, or like, don't tell me the series is gonna be over. Just because they've lost two games, tons of teams come back from this position, and it's not—it's not that hard. And this is the same guy who's also messaged who messaged me during that championship run when they were down two-one to Philly, and they're like, "Oh, he like they're gonna lose a series." Like, I, I honestly question if he's actually a Raptors fan because it seems yeah. like every time they're in a downward position, he's always just like, "Oh no, like they're gonna lose a series." It's like, bro, like some people are just like that though. Like, I know, but it's annoying, man. Don't like message me. Like message me when it's actually <laughs> close to factual. Like they're down three one. Sure, send me those. Yeah, messages. but those people, those are those people that love that the message. reaction. Giving them right now, they know it. Probably, honestly, I think that's mostly what it is. Because yeah, I, I literally yeah. sent him a message. I was like, "Yo, you're you're a fake fan." Like, yeah, I was I'll like, "You're a fake fan, bro." Like, kill your family. <laughs> you know who I feel for. bad for though is DeRozan. <laughs> Why do you feel bad for him? I, he played so bad, and he just like he's I don't know he's. A good guy, but he gets dragged in the playoffs so hard. I haven't honestly I haven't watched a Bulls series. Have they been bad? Like, has he been? Bad? Yeah, like DeRozan's was a fucking. I watched Game One and he was awful. Um, oh, true. and that too, and it's just like and it was San Antonio, like he played good regular season too, but it was pretty. Where they bid the playoffs, he's still pretty like average. Like his game just is not like good for playoff basketball. I think, I think it's mentality, man. I really don't even think it's his game because I remember. When he was playing for the Raptors, like he had that mentality of being like he had not victim, but like lesser than like he yeah. went, like his excuse was like, oh, we would make it to the finals if LeBron James wasn't in our conference. It's like you can't have that mentality. I understand LeBron's one of the best to ever play, but you can't have that mentality. You can't be scared of LeBron and expect yeah, yeah, to beat yeah. him. Like you have to have more confidence in yourself going into that series than being like, oh, well, I mean, if we didn't have them there, like, we would lose. Like, that's not a competitive spirit. Oh, for like, sure. It's a mix of all of it, too. Yeah. Like, it's definitely, like, a probably, like, a mental block that sadly getting too. I thought, like, you'd at least have one run a play. You know what I mean? Like, one at least hot, like, playoff run, but he's, what, he's getting to, like, 32, 33 now, and I'm just like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, well... Because he's a good guy. Like, he's a little, you know what I mean? Like, he... He works like he's one of the hardest workers and everything. You want to see him at least like win like a sixth man championship or something, you know, but 
Okay, so the so the so the Bucks lost, or sorry, the Bucks won the first year, first game. Then next game goes tonight. What was the what was his stats though? Six for like nineteen or something, but oh yeah, that's he, pretty bad. Pretty he bad. also got yeah, and then he came up. He's like, that won't happen again. I'm like, ooh, be careful. Well, I mean, we'll see, well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, he, he, he he should have that mentality. I don't know if he should necessarily say that. Point, yeah, I mean, at this but... point, like it's, it's <laughs> that's just you quiet now, like a quiet assassin. After you after you go off, then you can be like, see, it won't happen again. But yeah, that, yeah, 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 I gotta be careful. So I'm gonna and, keep my and, eye on that tonight. And be like, come on, bro. Yeah, it was a close game. Okay, so he had he had eighteen six and eight, like not terrible, but you'd probably expect a little bit more. I mean, Levine wasn't that much better either. Though. Yeah, no, but I mean, Levine, this is Levine's first playoff game ever. So, is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, they haven't been the playoffs, without playoffs yeah, yeah, yeah. out of any player. Shit. Yeah. So he, like, like he needs, you know, he, he gets a pass for sure. Yeah. So, yeah Anyways, yeah, the bad play, playoffs have been good. I watched Golden. Ooh, man, Jordan Poole too. Dude, yeah, he looks like a beast, bro. Like, bro, Golden State killing, looks man. so smooth and nice. Like, I know Go- Denver's missing um, their Ma- Murray and stuff, too. But, like, Golden State looks good right now. They do. They look like a top-tier team. Yeah. Like, it It just, I don't know. It's beautiful. Good battle to watch. And Curry's coming off that injury, too. I was, like, mm-hmm. expecting him to kind of be a little bit rusty. but He came off the bench, too, 34 in, like, 18 minutes or something like that. Yeah, it's insane. And I thought that like series action. would be a lot closer. What? I thought that series would be a lot closer. Well, you have to remember though. There's Pool and I mean not Pool Porter and Murray are out, and it's playoff basketball. Like it's Jokic, and for the first time, Golden State has all their good players playing at once. That's true, so, that's true. yeah, I still yeah. think Denver. Denver's probably going to take like a game at home. I, I thought that at the beginning too, but man, you should, I watched the full game yesterday. <laughs> like, like not Golden State's at that position where they could. Play so bad for three and a half quarters and still just go off and you know what yeah, I mean? but that works to their detriment too. Sometimes, sometimes they get too like laxadaisical. It does, but I don't like... think they're at that like they're not there yet with like the, the Durant when they were like Durant. You know what I mean? Like where they're like oh, we got to just. Don't... I think I've watched both their games. I think they're taking it four zero for sure. Damn. Okay. Yeah, they look nice, man. The defense is good too. Like it's it's good. Yeah, that Sun series too was. Uh... I mean, with Booker hurt, I, yeah. I still think they'll, they'll win, but that's a bad injury to have, like hamstring. Cause I yeah, think and New Orleans matches up well with them, the too. So. Yeah, so we'll see. But they happens. went to win that game yesterday. They went off. They shot, like, 55 or 60 from three or something like that, too, just to beat them. So, I mean, I wouldn't be freaking out if I was Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, they Phoenix was really good without a lot of their star players this year, too. Like, they had yeah, – I think yeah. Booker was out early on, and then Chris Paul was out for a while. And they were yeah. still rolling. So Aiden was out two really, for like twenty games. Yeah, so I don't expect them to have any issues. Like they'll probably win that series, no doubt. But but if if it hamstrings are bad though, remember they like yeah, it's both yeah. both Harden and Paul had hamstrings that uh, bothered them through the whole playoffs both times. So it's literally one of the worst Booker's. injuries to have because you can't yeah, do much. Yeah. Like <laughs> you can't, yeah, you can't. You can't even bend your leg or anything. Like it's a muscle. So I've torn mine completely off the bone. Like you can't play through it. Like it's because it it your leg just goes straight and it, yeah. the muscle's not there. Like it's the worst. It's the only only injury that I've had where I was full on crying from. Yeah, like, I've broken like and <laughs> like everything and stuff too. And the hamstring tear, I was literally in tears, like screaming. 
What? It hurts, man. You, I know. No, sorry. I, I have like a sick humor where when people get severely hurt, I start Ooh. laughing because it's just funny to me, and I don't know why. But yeah, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just picturing, no, your, I, I, I'm just I'm just picturing your injury, and I'm just dying right now. Oh man! You know what's the funniest part about it? I wasn't. It was when I was playing football, but it was I missed the bus and I ran to catch it, and it, <laughs> and it snapped. It fully snapped off the bone. Ah. Like, surgery to put it together. And in like a, I was going out. So I'm in my like nice outfit laying on the middle oh of the Oh my road, god. Crying. And I'm call, I, I called my mom. I said, like, Mommy, I'm at the bus exchange. Can you come pick me up? <laughs> I told oh my god. Screen. So my mom had to come pick me up from the side of the road. Uh, Yo. At the bus, bus loop. I was like, Oh god. This man said I was chasing the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, another, yo, I'm another bad, another bad thing about it too is that you can't like. There's no treatment that really, really helps it because it's like it could just come back again. Yeah, like, yeah. It, oh, it could be a, a recurring thing. Like, there's not much you can do to, like, with the bone, your bone heals and it comes back stronger. With your muscle, it's like it's something that can always get reactivated yeah. easier. So that's why track runners always get it because it's like for sprinting and it always like ling- lingers around for years. It's terrible. Yeah. Anyways, we gotta wrap this one up too. My phone's dying. Um, we're at, we're at the end anyway, so okay. Yeah, this was episode. This was well, not really. We got to an hour. I think the conversation was just that. Uh, well, I mean, you hopped off for a bit, but yeah. the conversation was that enthralling. It went by quick. Uh, but yeah, this was episode one twenty five of the Pops Culture Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, if you do us a huge favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Riverside FM. Uh, we're at 41 ratings on iTunes. If you guys could get that up to 50, that'd be great. Definitely give us a review on or a five-star rating on Spotify as well, too. They have that now. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace, Peace to Middle East. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.